Welcome to week two of the Advent Candle Lighting Series here at Ascension Lutheran Church in Citrus Heights. I'm Pastor Scott. I hope you've enjoyed week one. And here today we begin by lighting the second candle of the Advent Candle Wreath. And by now, hopefully, you've gotten those candles if you didn't have them before. And today we light the Candle of Peace as we remember and reflect upon the promise of peace that comes through Christ Jesus. Advent is a time for God's people to reawaken their longings. Let the peace of Christ rule in their hearts. Where there is division, we long for unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. Where there is hostility, we long for resolution. Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. Where there is separation, we long for reunion. Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. Today we light two candles. The first candle represents the everlasting hope that has touched our lives in the person of Jesus Christ. In a world of division, brokenness, and uncertainty, the second candle summons our hearts to be the one called Prince of Peace. As the light shines, may we embrace and extend the peace of Christ in all we do and all we say. Let us hear a word from the prophet Isaiah. 
from the ninth chapter, beginning with the sixth verse. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and his name, he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Great will be his authority, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness. And we hear from the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter, beginning with the 26th verse. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and he stood among them. And he said to them, Peace be with you. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Today we light the second candle, the candle of peace. Last week we lit, we lit, we lit the first candle, the candle of hope, hope and peace. We focus on peace today and this week because Jesus, whose coming we await, came in peace. He came as the Prince of Peace. The prophet Isaiah foretold that a child who would be born would be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we know that that child was indeed born. And we know that all of these names are true of who Jesus is. These names and more fit Jesus. He was born in order to bring peace, endless peace, everlasting peace for the throne of David and for his kingdom. He was born into a chaotic time in human history. But let's be honest, every time seems to be chaotic in human history. Left to our own devices, we seem to be better at creating chaos than peace. There was war and there was strife in the world. And yet Jesus was born at that particular time into that particular place to bring peace. Peace to the hearts and the lives of those who received him. A peace that they didn't expect and likely didn't understand. Jesus brought that peace, shared that peace, and demonstrated that peace throughout his life, even to the point of his death. For upon the cross, as he was enduring the suffering that should have been reserved for you and I, Jesus prayed for peace. He prayed to his Father in heaven that those who had crucified him might be forgiven, offered peace, for they, we knew not what we were doing. 
Our reading from John's Gospel today comes after the crucifixion, after the resurrection, after Jesus has been raised from the dead. We know that Jesus revealed himself to the disciples in the upper room in Jerusalem where he told them to go and wait. And at first, he revealed himself to 10 of the disciples, for Judas was not there, and Thomas, as it turns out, was missing as well. Our reading comes a week later when Thomas is with the disciples in that same upper room, and the door is closed, and Jesus appears. He appears to Thomas and and to the other disciples, and he comes and he extends a greeting, a greeting of peace. The one who was born in peace, to bring peace now post-resurrection, is offering peace to his disciples, offering peace to Thomas, who has been cast as a doubter because he didn't see what the other disciples had already seen a week prior. And Jesus comes to him in peace and extends and offers himself to him to reveal who he is, that he might come to know and experience that peace himself. And then Jesus says, blessed are those who haven't seen him and yet have received him nonetheless. Jesus came to usher in peace to the world, a peace that surpasses all of our human understanding. He came as a prince of peace and at the end of his life, prior to his ascension into heaven, he offered his peace to his disciples and to us. So this Advent season, as we await his coming again in peace, may we too be extensions of that same peace. May we offer peace in all that we do and all that we say in our lives and in our relationships. I encourage you this Advent season to reflect upon what peace is. It's not just a lack of of chaos. But in fact, true peace comes from a true connection and love one with another. Let us pray. Gracious God, you are the Prince of Peace who lives and reigns forever. As we journey together, we pray that you would still our fears, heal our wounds, and fill our spirits. Shine forth your perfect peace in our unsettled world throughout this Advent season, we pray. Amen. Amen. Lead us on, lead us on to a morning where the promise shines. Lead us on, lead us on. To a morning where the 